Wow. Um, hey guys, welcome back to the podcast entitled Order Up Freaks and Geeks. I am your host, Angel. I hope you guys have been doing really well so far. Um, I've been doing okay. I've been, you know, hanging in there. Um, so apologies, it's been a minute. Um, I've stated before that I'm not going to be able to upload every single week. Um, so I'll just upload when I can, when I feel like it. And, um, yeah, hopefully we get back on a consistent schedule sometime. I want to say sometime after March, maybe we can get some consistency going. If it's not every week, at least every two weeks an episode is uploaded. Um, but other than that though, yeah, great to be back on here to, you know, just talk about some things, you know, it is a podcast where I talk about anything and everything. It's just going to be by myself today. Hopefully we have a guest that comes on. Um, I'm hoping to bring back a recurring guest, which will be my current fiance. Um, and we're just going to probably just talk about what's basically changed in our relationship as we now, um, live together. So that is brand new. Um, so yeah, so far my two weeks have been quite interesting. Um, let me just, let me just start up with this. Um, if, if anybody works in a public school, um, God bless you. (laughs) I work in a public school and let me tell y'all something. It is not a very easy job, whether you are a teacher, whether you are an administrator, whether you just work in cafeteria, or if you work in janitorial services, whatever it may be, working in a public school is very hard. And it's not, it's definitely not for the weak mentally, honestly, in any job these days, but it's definitely not for the weak. Um, For example, it's one thing to deal with kids. It's another thing to deal with adults. So have y'all ever like worked a job? And sorry if you hear me kind of like, doing a little coughing motion or whatever is I've been I've been eating a lot of spicy food and or like not spicy food or foods it's just like high and I can't tell if it's really spices or not but I guess it's like in the indigestion that I had got the other day kind of like you know made the gas or acid appear in my throat and so I've basically been getting on that so I'm not necessarily sick. It's just a cough or like a little rumble that's going on. That's about it. So if you hear me do that throughout this podcast, I sincerely apologize, but I really want to get an episode out because there's a lot going on and I really want to talk about it. So if you hear me just <clears throat> the whole time, if you don't like it, just, just cut off the episode. It's fine. Um, if you do like it, no judgment here. And, and for the people who are just hanging out, thanks. Um, but as I was saying, have y'all ever like worked at a job where you had a boss who definitely was super passive aggressive, if that makes sense? Like the things they say, it's like they want you to do something, but they say it in a way that's definitely like, um, are you talking to me or are you talking to somebody like, you know, I, the way you're talking to me doesn't sound like you're talking to an adult. For example, <clears throat> So I work at a school, y'all know this, I work at a school, work as a media center clerk, so AKA I work as in the library, I guess you can call me a librarian assistant, like the little librarian, I'm a librarian, yeah, I'm a librarian, whatever you want to call it, I'm a librarian without a master's degree, let's just say it like that, the new name is now media center for library and media coordinators are librarians, so they want to be fancy names, librarians, just to not confuse anybody, anyway, um, and the school I work at, um it's okay it could be because of how things have been 
going since COVID and kids being virtual and them coming back. And it's kind of like this whole process. So let's start off with this first. Um, so recently, uh, last week, so basically the second week, no, third week in February. So that was last week. Right now it is, I'm currently recording this on uh, February the 24th. So sometime last week, last what day was it? I want to say last Wednesday. Anyway, we came back to school. Yeah, it was last Wednesday. We came back to school basically with the idea that the county has now provided optional masks. Cool. Okay. So basically you have the option to wear a mask or to not wear a mask. And this is for students and for teachers and for um, pretty much students, teachers, staff, anybody that works in the school. So me personally, uh, my option is that I am going to wear going to wear the mask. I am fully vaccinated and boosted up. I even got my flu vaccine, but I prefer to wear the mask just because I just want to keep it safe for others around me. And I do have two older parents and everything, and I and I do live with a significant significant other, so I really don't want to get anybody sick like that. Let alone myself, I would feel really bad knowing if I got somebody sick and I wasn't wearing a mask I can see if I was wearing a mask and did all the precautions and still got sick you can't help that but if I didn't wear a mask it's like dang I really set myself up and others so that's fine you know you have the option to do that do what you need to do but granted we still have to do the separation six feet apart washing your hands all of that right so (laughs) and I'm gonna get back to the whole boss thing and everything but I, I feel like I need to tell the story I had a kid right So one thing I do in the media center is that I take a look at laptops. So a lot of the kids now, they use laptops for class. They use them for assignments. They use them for homework. They use it for testing. So kids now um, have to have a laptop. That's what they do. So they use laptops. So some schools have Chromebooks. Some may have the Acer laptops. Some may have MacBooks. Depends on your funding, whatever, or your cooperation with Google, whatever it may be. So we have Chromebooks. Um, That's what our county has. And basically, I help fix some of the laptops for teachers and for students, but mostly students. So they might come in with broken LCD screens or like their screen might be upside down. So I got to figure out how to turn it around, which is pretty easy. It's just simple keys. Some kids' laptops may be cutting on and off. Some kids may have dropped, sorry, dropped laptops. They don't really want to tell us that they dropped the laptops and they say it's broken. And this comes with with fees and stuff like that. So we do have to charge the kids because usually we have to make parents sign a contract basically saying if anything happens to this laptop, it is technically you and definitely your child's responsibility, case closed. Because laptops are expensive. They don't just come for free. Like they come for free for the school. You don't have to pay to borrow them. But if you do mess it up or something happens, it goes missing. That's money out of your pocket. And I would just definitely say it is it is over $100. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is, but it's over $100. And the charger, I can tell you, is like $50. Now, I'll tell you guys, it's like $170, $175, and you add $50 with a, um, say, with a charger, whether it's messed up or missing, that gets charged too. Just like with books, books cost things. Book can be $14 to $52, depending on the type of book. Whatever, y'all get it. It's a library, you borrow things, whatever. So we're in charge of this media center. So we're in charge of all media, which includes books and magazines and laptops and, and, and clear touches and um, power, power um, I can't even think of the name. I was about to say PowerPoint. <laughs> um, what's it called? Uh, I can't remember, but other than clear touches, the smart board, that's it, smart board and all these different things. So 
we're kind of like the tech people of the school, if that makes sense. The librarian slash tech people of the school. So there's a girl that comes in, this little girl from first grade. She comes in and something is wrong with her computer. Okay, cool. So I'm asking her, um, so this little girl doesn't have a mask on. Cool, whatever. You know, try to make sure. Ooh, sorry, guys. <laughs> Drop my mic. So anyway, I try to make her, you know, just back up just a little bit. We both still need to be having space, whether we wear masks or not and stuff like that. I need space regardless of whether we had COVID or not. I still need my space. I just need my space. Please back up. Um, so she is, sound. it sounds like she has a cold or it sounds like she's got a lot going on in her nose or her throat. So I'm like, yeah, definitely back up, number one. Um, so I'm asking her questions like, okay, what's going on with your laptop? did you drop it at any point did somebody do something to it she's like well I had it on my back deck and it you know it dropped mind you I will say this this is the, this girl's second laptop this is her second her second laptop and I'm like all right so she's already been charged for the first one 175 plus another 175 y'all can go ahead and guess that now granted we do have our tech people of the county these are like the main people over technology that do like the big stuff that we can't fix like at our school they take it off and fix it there's like two types there's like the maintenance tech and then like the regular techs that deal with computers and um and all that stuff so yeah um and immediately as she is telling me this y'all and and mind my language i shit you not this little girl immediately coughs she gets closer to me as she's talking and i'm just trying to fix your laptop because i'm like you know kids sometimes they don't listen it's fine it's whatever I, I got my mask on hopefully i'm good she coughs on me she literally coughs on me and it's not like one of those regular like <laughs> type of coughs it is a like one of those wet like i've been sick for two days type of cough it's like the let me give you an example it's like the <laughs> that type of cough she didn't cover her mouth with her hand didn't do no dab with the elbow Y'all, I, I stopped immediately what I was doing. This this little girl looked at me as if, like, she knew she was about to get in trouble. She didn't, but I definitely looked at her and was like, if you could please cover your mouth when you sneeze or cough, please do this. I know your teachers taught you this. You just coughed on me. And she's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, my God, what? Oh, my I need you to go home. Are you sick? You got a cold? What is going on? And I'm, I'm, and, and no mask on, by the way. Again, do what you want to do. But I, all I'm saying is that if you are sick, if you feel like you got like one of those nasty coughs, it's one thing to have a dry cough and just like my situation, that's different. But if you got a nasty cough or things like that and you cough and mouth open, not even blocking it, please just put on a mask just for today. Just for at least when you come into the media center, just throw one on real quick. Because, y'all, I almost lost my mind. As soon as my uh, co-worker came back, I was like, I need you to spray me down with Lysol. This is actually what we do to each other. We spray each other down with Lysol because, listen, I, like I I got, I want to be able to, to make it to see another day. She sprays me down with the Lysol and that happens. And, and I'm just like, you know, I'm we spraying each other down. Like, it's like we about to go get a suntan or something. Like, you know, like with the... Um, with this uh sun tanning lotion or like the sunscreen and you have the spray kind that's literally how we do with the lysol microband i'm sorry even if it's dangerous listen i gotta do it because she literally coughed on me as soon as i got home from work i immediately 
put down everything, took off my clothes and got straight to the shower. And I just stood in the shower thinking, this is only day one of the optional mask. This is just day one. Only thing I'm saying is that we work in a school with kids and y'all know kids spread germs like no tomorrow. They pick their nose, they cough and sneeze without covering themselves up. They have accidents on themselves, nosebleeds, all that stuff. And all I'm saying is that if you work at a public school and this is going on, just be very careful. <laughs> Make sure you do what you got to do. Um, yeah, because, you know, kids just be, wow, they be out there. But going back to the uh, aggressive boss or a boss who seems passive aggressive or just, here's the thing. Here, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Y'all ever just had a boss that just don't know how to say things? And the when, when they say it, or how, it really comes off of how they say it. They could be trying to make a point or trying to say something, but it's the way that they say things. So it's like, for example, I could sit here and tell somebody, say if I was a boss and I'd go to somebody and be like, um, you know, somebody be like, uh, can I have time off? And it's a person who probably, um, you know, probably needs the time or no, no, no. It'd be like, oh, can I transfer? And you'd be like, well, why do you want to transfer? And they just be like, oh, the environment here isn't that great. I feel like I can't move. And then, they, and then the first thing that comes out of my mouth will probably be like, well, if you feel like you want to do that, you can go ahead and do that. Besides, you're an incompetent person anyway, so you might as well move. That's that's the type of boss that nobody really wants to, to know. Nobody wants to get along with. That's It's gross. It's disgusting. It's horrible. So the boss that we have at our work, it's, it, it's, it feels like it's always teachers versus administrators so this is kind of like my first thing teachers do really be working their tails off now the majority of teachers really really do care about the kids and you will have some teachers who only care about the pay or all that stuff but the majority of teachers i know really do care about the kids they care about the craft that they do and the skills that they're trying to hone and, and to provide kids with and, and, and a decent education at least you know um and when you have a boss like an administration and if you don't know what administration is administration is basically the principal and a vice principal those are the you know the you know head over to school to basically they run the show but specifically i'm going to be talking about the principal at uh the school i work at um cool cool person but it's the way that they say things i think and they've never said anything to me like at all um and probably because i'm on the resource team I'm gonna just say it like it is. They don't really care about a resource team like that. They don't care about the music teacher. They don't care about the art teacher. They don't care about the media resource. They don't care about the PE teachers. As long as it's the teachers that's teaching math, ELA, somewhat of science and social studies, that's it. They just care about the main teachers. That's it. Us resource teachers, even though um, we only get to see the kids for like 40 minutes a day and stuff like that for each class, it's uh, they don't really pay attention to them as much, um, which is quite sad which is quite sad that they don't get the attention that they need for that so yeah that's what it's like being a resource teacher and usually some of the teachers that i love the most have been resource teachers my music teachers my pe teachers my art teachers which really they taught me things that i didn't get to learn in class you know so i'm gonna just say it like that but anyway um but i have heard <clears throat> i have heard our administrators say some things so like we be in like a staff meeting and there are some things that come off like you know like who are they talking about like with, with the things that they say and, and and i just you know would stand there and be sitting there and being like i wonder who they're talking about because that's 
It feels like this is something, I don't know what's going on, but I wonder who they're talking about. It's like, it's such a passive aggressive way. It's like, they're saying something and if you're, and, and if you're like oblivious to it, you won't really catch it unless you think about it. So I remember leaving and I was leaving with Taylor. I, again, we both work at the same place and stuff and we were riding together and stuff. Um, And I was like, did you catch exactly what she, like, what, like, did you catch that? And Taylor's like, yeah, it's like, it felt weird. Like they were talking about somebody, but we couldn't really understand and stuff. So I was like, yeah. Then come to find out they were talking about particular people or a particular person. And I think a lot of bosses tend to forget that the people under you don't need you. If anything, you need them. So be very careful of how you talk to people, what you say to people, because you know, your tongue can get you in trouble. Your tongue really is a sword. You can literally chop off a, a lot of spirit. You can chop off a lot of a confidence of people. When in a time like this, teachers and staff need to be built up more than ever. So you have to watch what you say. So that's it's one thing for a teacher to like be not paid enough for doing what they do. It's another thing to not being paid enough and you have somebody who basically talks down on you. Like this administrator kind of seems to talk down on the adults or us because I'm a part of that team and everything, um, that school, that quote unquote family. Um, talks down like we're children. Now, I'm a grown ass 23 year old woman who has my own place, pays my own bills and, and all that stuff like that. You cannot talk down to me or others. Again, it never has done it to me, but I've seen this person talk down to some people and it's like the way they speak to people, it's not cute. That's all I'm going to say. It's not cute. It's not cute at all. You have to be very careful because you can get yourself in trouble for that. So on top of that, it's one thing for teachers also to deal with low, low wages and then um, administrators. It's another thing for teachers to be, deal with kids and parents. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wow. Dealing with parents is something else. Now, again, I work with resource, so don't really have to deal with parents like that, to be honest with you. Granted, I work in media center. Only time you have to deal with parents is like figuring out about books and laptops and chargers or something happened at home or anything of that matter, stuff like that. So we really don't come in contact or communicate with parents like that. It's usually the teachers and administrators. That's, that's usually about it. Um, some parents really don't, some parents just, I'm not even going to say some parents. There are a lot of parents who really do not care about the teachers or the schools or anything that's going on in the schools, but then get mad when something happens to their kids or their kids are not getting enough of what they need. But it's just like you as a parent aren't as involved. For example, spoke with a coworker and they were just like, I sent this for a parent. And she was like, I done sent this parent. If I, I've tried phone calling them, I've tried emailing them, I've tried texting them, I've tried locating them on this website that we use for kids and parents and stuff like that. And I even tried to send this physical copy that they need. And then they'll end up, you know, trying to get in contact with me being like, why didn't you communicate with me? Why didn't you call me? And it's just like, let's be honest with you. You probably see a phone call that's from the school or email that's from whatever. And you're probably just like, whatever. There are some parents who do not care. Again, watch my language. There are some parents who just do not give a fuck. They don't care. 
They could give just nothing, flying donuts for all I care, as long as my kid has somewhere to go. Literally, parents do send their kids to school because it's a daycare, so they can get rid of them for the day and stuff, so they can get out. And you should be sending your kids to school for education so they can learn how to read, so they can learn how to write, so they can learn how to do math and learn about other things from around the world and sciences and social studies and music and art and and all these different books and, and so much more. And it's not like that at all. Um, yeah, um, it's just, and, and then there's parents, there are parents and a lot of people who don't take the time to really ask their kid what's going on at school, check their kids, you know, backpack to see what the work they've done for that day or their homework or try to assist in their homework in some way. Because granted, I understand a lot of things like the math and the English is, seems a little weird, especially from when you were in school, it seems a little harder or whatever, but you know, we do have YouTube, we do have Google, you know, you can ask your kid, well, how did your teacher try to teach you? And if they don't understand that, it's okay. You can try to assist them. Because more than anything, most teachers is just like, it's not that the, we're not looking for the child to get the answer right. I mean, that would be great, but we're looking more for the child that if they try. So I can't even guarantee you how many kids even go, there are so many kids, I'm going to just say it like this, like, like it is. There are so many kids who do not know how to read. There, I'm going to repeat this again. There are so many kids who do not know how to read. Yes, we know most kids don't know how to read. I can see it with a pre-K student. I can see it with the kindergarten student a little bit because they're still learning words and sight words and all these different things. I can even see it somewhat with the first grader, somewhat. But usually by second grade and up, they should have some form of a reading skill, at least to be able to read, you know, the first page of something. And they might not know every word, but they can comprehend a little bit of what's going on. There are a lot of kids who do not, who do not read. They don't know basic stuff. And it's just like administrators and county, they always get flack on teachers for a lot of the things saying you're not teaching the kids. But I don't think people understand. It's one thing you can only teach that kid for about six to eight hours a day, five, four to five days a week, depending on the type of school you go to. But the rest of it has to come from home. The majority of the other hours are coming from home. It takes a parent. It takes a a guardian. It takes somebody who is able to sit down with that child and help them with their their homework to help them with like the ELA. Um, you know, which is English language arts and help them with that math or that science and stuff. Just to ask them how school, um, can you tell me what you learned in school today? Stuff like that. Parents don't, they don't, they don't care. Most parents are probably just getting, you know, I probably would load up a kid in their car and that kid's probably not going to go do their homework. That kid is probably going to go home and get on a tablet or get on a video game immediately. They're not even going to do anything to parents. Just like, as long as they're occupied, I do not care. And it's really sad. And then parents get really mad at teachers and stuff. When really, it's the parents' fault. But, you know, some of y'all may have already figured that out. And then on top of that, we have a lack of teachers. I cannot tell you how many people I know that are leaving my school this year. I cannot even tell you. Um, I did read an article the other morning talking about how in our state in North Carolina there's a lot of teachers that are like basically leaving education either they're leaving schools but the majority of them are leaving education period I remember I was sitting at graduation so I graduated from the school of arts and sciences and I remember looking at the school of education school of education you know you're teaching educators teachers they are becoming daycare preschool teachers elementary they're becoming um, middle school high school 
college even or anything else and it was only a handful of people y'all I could probably count the amount of people on both of my hands and probably only one of my one one of my one of my feet only one so yeah it was not a lot of people it's not a lot of people um because again teachers don't get treated like you got to think about it teachers are the ones that literally help to provide us with the doctors with the with the nurses with the lawyers with with the with the artists with just just everything career wise job wise whatever they are the basic foundation for a lot of these kids lives and sometimes they might be the only foundation and the only educators they get in their lives and stuff regardless of what what they're living like this this might be the only time they can get what they can get regard you know without the internet and everything like that so you know and and then speaking on wages <laughs> i don't know if you guys have seen the increase in prices of stuff but oh my god oh my god i can't even i know i was rambling on for like 25 minutes but y'all the prices and things is ridiculous like from what i've heard it is this is the highest it's been in a minute like i'm talking about a hot i don't even call it a hot minute a hot hour this inflation is ridiculous i'm talking about like and, and and in case some of you guys don't know some of the listeners you guys don't know what inflation is it's basically like an increase in goods and services period like grocery store gas prices it's things like that right so like i i like to use this example and i gave this example to my nephew today i was like have you ever gone to the store and gotten a snack and this is the typical price it has been it hasn't changed hasn't really moved up this is this is it say like a, a arizona tea or something like that and you can get for what a dollar or less right and now you got to pay like two dollars and some change for that one arizona tea that's inflation mind you it's happened so quickly inflation is one thing for it to move slowly it's another for like literally back in october this is how much something was and then now the price is like three dollars extra i'm like whoa whoa there buddy slow down what just happened what what just what just happened right now because i know them pack i'm gonna give y'all an example this is how i knew and this is how i again excuse my language this is how i knew shit was fucked up it's one thing with gas prices right y'all weren't we just paying like two dollars and some change for some gas and stuff like what happened and now from what i've seen the gas prices at least in the area that i live in is like three i want to say it's about 328 or 329 to like three 344 358 somewhere in there so it's basically like 250 258 to 344 on average it's one thing to be two dollars and change once you get the three dollars we you once i seen 309 i was like whoo yeah we're not <laughs> we're not going anywhere anytime soon and you know it depends on how how much people travel right what season do people travel the most in usually the warmer seasons right in the spring and in the summer a lot of people are going on more vacations a lot of people are traveling a lot more because it's warmer outside it feels nice it's, it's beautiful a lot of people don't travel as much in the in the fall or in the winter you know probably the best times to travel to locations that are warm but that's besides the point the point is a lot more people are going to start traveling soon march is coming coming in the weather is going to definitely warm up a lot if it hadn't warmed up already i think the first week of march is supposed to get cold but I don't really know to be honest with you 
because we live in North Carolina. It's it, the weather always changes up. I don't even know how to dress. Like it's one thing to go outside with a long sleeve shirt on, pants, and and you know my feet covered up to like past my ankle and a big jacket and stuff like that. And then in the afternoon, I got to put on some basketball shorts, a tank top, and a sports bra, and 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 my Crocs with no socks. Like it's it's I can't even tell you. I don't even know the difference anymore myself. But like anyway. It's, and, and the inflation is ridiculous. And I was about to give this other example. Oh, Oreo cookies. So my favorite cookie are Oreos. I love Oreos. I just love anything Oreo, Oreo cake, Oreo ice cream, Oreos itself, Oreo cheesecake. I love Oreos. It's just my favorite cookie. It's just something about them. And I love the blue packaging. It's just, it's just something about Oreos. Okay. Just know everybody typically has like a favorite snack. That's one of my favorite snacks. Okay, so a pack of regular Oreos, depending on if you get the regular pack or like the family pack, I wanna say they were like $2 and some change, like maybe $2.70 something. You know, not bad, about $3. About $3, give or take. Y'all tell me why. Drop my mic again. Y'all tell me why the gas prices, like not the gas prices, but the Oreos are like $5 a pack. Like $5. I know that's not a lot, but y'all got to think about it grocery wise. When you add all your groceries together, right? On average, what was back to like $150 to $200 to get on average regular groceries for about one to two people. You got to spend almost $300 to $600 just for groceries. Now, that depends on how often you eat, what you eat, how many people you're trying to feed, all that stuff. Regardless of that, the prices have definitely increased. Now, as the prices and things are increasing with inflation, the only thing I can't seem to get my head around is if everything around us is increasing and wages are increasing like that, well, now they're trying to because a lot of people don't want to work because they're not getting paid for what they do and stuff. You know, that you know, I'm just... Y'all, y'all understand. Y'all, some of y'all got it. I know some of y'all probably have the mentality, uh, you know, if it's you know wage, you know, if you got that wage limit, um, you you just oh minimum wage is minimum effort. There you go. That's what it is. Minimum wage is minimum effort. To be quite frank, honest with you, uh, be quite frank and honest. Be quite frank. Y'all get me. Y'all already know. I get it. I do get it. I'm not gonna lie. But like. Saying is like, is there a way we can bring up decent livable wages for real? For real, like real talk. Like, I just at least wages where people can get something a roof over their head, something in their stomach, paying off things. Because if a lot of people can't afford to purchase these goods and services, which could mean less money for the top dogs over such goods and services, who or what does it really benefit? Like, okay, so if it's a lot, if the prices are really high, not a lot of people are going to get them. Meaning, are the companies or whoever the, the macho dogs are, does that mean they're actually making a lot of money or no? Or are they still making a lot of money because people have no choice but to get them regardless of the price? Like, they have to try to get them. I guess I have to do more research into that because the only time I really learned about, like, economics and stuff like that is usually history class because... You do have to look at the history of things. I feel like I mentioned it before, but you really do have to look at the history and background of things to really understand the basics for it and see things and how they change and evolve over time. 
So, of course, we see inflation um, is because supply chain. I hear a lot of things about supply chain, supply chain. Um, and I can tell you this. So, for example, my fiance works at a factory. He works at a factory that produces uh, meat. He is definitely a straight on witness of the supply chain because they're not getting as much of the meat anymore. Um, so they don't have to pack up as much. He was just like, yeah, he's like, we don't, we haven't seen as much meat as we used to see. It's just like the supply chain is kind of, I guess you could say the supply chain is like kind of messy right now. And I guess on top of that, there are people who are wanting more, more goods, right? More goods and services, but they can't get them if the supply chain can't provide them. So who and what does this really benefit? What's going on? You know, and that's inflation. Now, some people are like, oh, it's the president. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. I'll be quite frank and honest with you. See, there I go again. I don't even know if I'm using the word right. But uh, who, what is really going on? I feel like there, I feel like there's something we were supposed to do and didn't do it right. And we had years to fix it. I'm talking about years to fix it and get it in place and hone it and, and create it and, and mold it to work um, as best as it can. And we, we, <laughs> We blew it. Uh, we folded. America, we folded. And as we always do, we folded. We fold a lot. Lately, we've been folding. I'm talking about like a laundry. I'm talking about me with my laundry. Folding, okay? So, speaking on that with the economy and the presidency and everything's going on, um, I'm sure you guys have seen. I got home, had no idea this had went down. I get home. Taylor comes over. You know, we're talking about work a day because we both got something to eat and decided to eat at my house. We're chilling in the kitchen, eating at the kitchen table. And I'm looking at my phone and my phone, I didn't even realize people were sharing stuff on social media. Social media was just going off about Ukraine versus Russia. Wow. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. They're basically going to war. I, I can never understand the concept of war because I'm like, if you if if even if you win there's so much shit that's been demolished and stuff there's so many people that have lost their lives i don't understand what are we doing this for what's going on guys so from what i have looked up because you know i had to be like yo what's going on with ukraine and russia like i know somewhat of the history but what's going on why 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 they got like tensions right which technically speaking ukraine and russia kind of have They've always had tensions a little bit, but I know for, for what's going on right now, I think it was like border tensions were going on and I'm guessing, uh, quote unquote shit popped off and Russia was just like, yeah, um, it's a no. And Ukraine is just like, fuck no dude. Like, uh, uh-uh, uh, cause you're not going to do that. And Russia is just like, yeah, we are. Um, so like, do y'all think this is just me. Do y'all think Russia is still salty that that Ukraine became independent from the Soviet Union over like 25 years ago? And maybe that's why they've always had some beef with each other, but it was more like ground beef, you know what I mean? Like it was grounded. It's kind of like we settled it, but not really like we settled it, but we're still petty to each other. Like we're not going to fight each other, but we're definitely like when we pass each other in the hallway, we definitely try to stay apart until the border tensions um so it's really sad what's going on i just seen some videos of bombings 
and everything like that and it in in villages and places and i i've seen a video where like the siren was going off and you know a lot of the citizens had to prepare to go to war and russia was just like fuck it let's do this shit they even reported saying oh it was a successful day a successful day a successful day yeah we had a successful day bombing people you know yeah some people had to go to shelters and right now we're basically making them have to leave their country that they love so much and have known forever but hey you know fuck it it is what it is they want to you know you know want to start some shit with us we're going to start some shit back like what in the absolute fuck is going on and i i i'm not as you can tell i'm not the biggest fan of war because i i feel like war is like it reminds me of like two guys in a cafeteria. It's like one guy accidentally bumps into another guy and the guy that got bumped into is like, yo, what's up? You trying to fight? And the other dude's like, nah, what you mean? I didn't even mean to bump into you like that. They were like, nah, son, we got to fight. That's how I feel like this is right now. And that's usually how I feel like a lot of wars go. I feel like they're just like, we can't solve this until then. Because I know that's what I'm kind of feeling like, y'all. I just feel like it's just because the Ukraine did gain its independency from Russia at the time, which was known as the Soviet Union and stuff. Um, It's just like, yeah, no, we still want, we wanted y'all to be a part of us and we're pissed that you're no longer a part of us and started y'all own shit. But this is my main concern. Um, My number one is concern is the safety of people in Ukraine. I'm always about are the people okay are the people okay are the people okay like i hope they're okay this is my second thing though why the hell is the u.s getting involved i, I mean i get it i like i said i know it's a lot of politics i know it's a lot of just all of that going on but why why do we get involved in stuff that doesn't necessarily have to do with us because we're not part of the main thing but we kind of get involved usually to help people I get that is usually to help people, but I kind of feel like it's disguised as helping people. It's more like if we can do, it feels like the U.S. is like, if we can help the Ukraine, we can get them to come to the to democracy. And, and like, perhaps, okay, let me say this. Y'all remember the Cold War? I'm going to ask you, ask this question. Did the Cold War, War really end? Because I know when I learned in history class, I learned that basically the Cold War is basically um, ideologies of like democracy and capitalism versus communism. That's really what it was because you had first world countries, you had second world countries. So I know first world countries, I believe, is like democracy, capitalist countries. Second world is communism. Third world countries are those who are like in between and are like very ambiguous. They don't really know and stuff. It's like it's not a particular it's not a particular like political ideology they really define with or just, it's just a lot right it's like they have something but y'all 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 might get what i mean it's just like you either this that or whatever right um do y'all think that's that's probably why the u.s is somewhat getting involved because ukraine did kind of gain its independence away from soviet union aka russia back in like the early 90s i think and yeah the u.s is kind of getting involved because they're like oh this is a country we can still convert to democracy and and capitalism which i think the ukraine had its own because i know the soviet union was ussr and i think the the ukraine just kind of established its own 
like SSR or something or something of that's just Ukrainian. Like this is us. We going to do our own thing because you see, they took us over. We ain't like it. So we going to do our own thing. We going to be our own. Like this is our independence. Well, we do what we want in the U S I feel like it's kind of the U S basically like, Oh, we want it. We just want to help people. And they're kind of like, you know, behind the mask. It's like, now nah, we just trying to get them to come over to the capitalism side so we can have another partner in this, this ideology. I don't know what's going on. That maybe that's why the U.S. is getting involved. I don't know that's just my little take, my quote-unquote theory. I guess you can call it, and everything. So basically, let's see. We have people who need better wages. A lot of teachers are not doing so great because they're not getting paid enough, and a lot of teachers are leaving left and right. We have inflation in goods and services, basically. A lot of inflation is going on, gas prices, grocery prices, just things in general. And then we have a potential war going on. Well, it's not even potential. It's for real. It just started with Ukraine and Russia, with someone of the U.S. getting involved to back up Ukraine. Take what you will with that. Um, did I mention that we still got some stuff going we still got some sicknesses and illnesses going around because like COVID isn't necessarily over it's slowed down but it ain't necessarily like over like that at this point at this point I don't even know what's going on y'all because I, I, I haven't heard too much about about COVID like that in a minute like I've heard some people who've had it for sure but, like, you don't hear as much going on because right now what's going on in Ukraine and Russia, which is totally understandable because it's, 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 it's a fucking war that's going on and stuff. But, yeah, um, so that's about it for my, for my little episode for today. I hope you guys enjoyed me rambling by myself on and on. If I talk too fast, I really apologize. It's something I got to figure out that maybe it happened in my childhood as to why I talk fast or I talk a lot. Um, yeah, it's been good talking with you guys. I hope you guys drink your water, try your best to stay safe, believe in what you do and who you are as a person, like in a nice way. Don't try to harm others or yourself. I will definitely see you next time. Um, thank you and come again to my freaks and certified geeks. Thank you. <laughs> Bye y'all.